I V M. Welcome to the Equity Sahiya podcast with Motilal Oswal Asset Management Company. This podcast will delve into the investment insights and philosophies of Motilal Oswal Asset Management Company and speak about the frameworks used by them to assess various sectors for investment. And welcome back to this episode of Equity Sahiya brought to you by Motilal Oswal Asset Management Company. My guest Ramdev Agrawal, co-founder at the Motilal Oswal Group. In the first part we spoke about the entire journey of Ramdev ji from when his uh, when he did his education right till when he founded his his firm. In this second part we're going to talk about how Motilal Oswal was built. Today it has a presence across almost every segment in you know from wealth management to mutual funds and we're going to talk about other stuff which is more practical to all our listeners. Ramdev ji 2001 stock market pura bikhra hua hai mm. you know no i i remember that time mm. nobody was interested in the markets at all <laughs> i think you know someone like you would probably look at that look upon that as an opportunity yeah. let's just walk through from there to today how you build the rest of motilal oswal yeah so i didn't know anything i mean i was good for nothing except for the stock market okay so i couldn't have uh, so in 2002 3 when the collapse happened first year was not so bad but 911 was also okay after that what happened was that there was actually recessionary condition in the economy yeah uh, and uh, uh, we actually incurred loss in 2002 or something for 2 3 months mm. and that time i it is still a scar in my mind i cut salary of the employees oh uh, about 15 20 lakhs we saved and that uh, uh, that was the turning point and i was wondering whether we are in the right wrong wrong profession or something like that uh, but i said we are known we are so good mm. in what we do uh though we are small by that at that time india was very small actually it is funny i mean the total revenue was 10 crores and profit was 2 crores wow. of motor oswal so and we were still kind of a known figure i said let's let me fund it mm-hmm. let me fund the uh, entire losses and some day it will turn around so little depressed talking to sanjay this guy that guy everybody pepping me up ramdev continue continue mm-hmm. there is no problem and then mother of all the bull run bull happened. run started yeah Two thousand three, and uh, that time the revenue was doubling at uh, literally every year. Mm. So Motilal Swal grew from ten crore and two crores profit to thousand crores and three hundred crores profit in four years. Wow! So two thousand three to two thousand seven or two thousand eight, say five years. Yeah. That was a kind of expansion phase, and it was actually India coming to the world. Yeah. You know, That's post right. uh, this uh, collapse. Yeah. Uh, we went to uh, we started uh, hosting a conference in new york yeah. with bear stunts yeah. and very first year we got 700 whites gore aa gaye matlab like investors investors kya india kya india what, what is it and all <laughs> mohandas pai and all were there they said ramdev you arrived you know <laughs> i said boss how do you handle them yeah. you know so uh, then fi started coming in here and uh, uh, i mean and we were that time this all this hedge fund guys yeah. young guys a billion dollar yeah. half a billion dollar and yeah. rapidly transit all this uh, conventional brokers like mongol stanley and they were with long only correct but all correct. the hedge fund they loved us yeah. so uh, when i used to go to uh, say new york or hong kong and all we used to start the first meeting at 7:30 in the morning and used to finish it by 10:30 after dinner wow. and I used to go and crash in my room. Huh. My colleagues, yeah. uh, you know, they would go to the next room, open the Bloomberg, and they start trading. Because uh-huh. by that time, they would have collected hundred to two hundred yeah. million dollar order during the day. India opens to, at that time in the night. Yeah, yeah. so reverse. Yeah. So uh, you know uh, that was the momentum. Two thousand three to two thousand eight. I think it is 
amazing time mm. uh, what really happened mm. then in 2008 we got listed for yeah. a billion dollar yeah. which again had to crash <laughs> it crashed to 200 250 million yeah. and uh, then uh, then we had become serious corporate listed sure. Sure. Uh, about uh, 150 200 million dollar balance sheet and uh, then we realized that this broking is a very cyclical business so we said just yeah, just broking stand alone is very cyclical very cyclical yeah. so we said let's find something which works 365 days yeah. so that was asset management correct so we took license of asset management 2008 hmm. or 2009 we got the license uh, but we launched etf fundamentally enhanced etf way ahead of time right. which didn't work for 5 yeah, years yeah 2009 so. etf and we say you 10 years ahead of your time yes 10 years <laughs> ahead of time so 5 uh, years 6 years again we invested in 2014 we again started launching our active funds right pms and mutual funds yeah. and uh, that time i was managing about 1500 crores in 2014 right. Right. i mean suddenly this entire thing had to change and uh, we started getting money our products were performing very well we grew from 1500 to 37 38000 crores today wow in 5 years in 5 years amazing so wow. you know 20 times see, yeah. yeah so uh, there are a lot of lessons i mean i see, you cannot force these things to happen yeah. Yeah. you have to just keep doing what you love what you like what, take care of the clients and all this magic happen great so this now this catapulted us into becoming a almost 2 3 billion dollar company yes okay right. i mean at the peak i think it was 15 17 18000 crores valuation so uh, which again kind of is now corrected sure uh, so this has been the what do you call uh, The journey uh, so so, far. so journey so far a yeah, yeah. uh, lot of excitement and the middle you also move from narman point to this yeah so every 7 years my my home address my yeah. office address everything changes acha every 7 years 7 8 years it kind changes kind of times of the market cycle uh, also kind of way, kind of yeah, yeah yeah this 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 building is how many years old now uh, this, this is 8 years old 8 years so old already full 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 amazing <laughs> sir so let's you know let's try and get some learnings here i think the one thing that obviously sticks out for people who are new to the stock markets what they want to understand is i think two side of the story first obviously is the bad side which is how do you survive drawdowns mm. you know how how do you go through these cycles which shake your belief in equities you've seen through this you've seen the 92 crash after ashit mehta the 2001 crash after y2k the 2008 crash after the mm. uh, recession or or yeah. the global financial crisis people are talking about a crisis happening now also because apparently you know the in, in in the indicators are not looking good what kind of mental makeup do we need you know to survive this and stay with your conviction i think i mean if i look back one of the thing is that i had a running company called mutilal oswal so this was generating at different point of time different kind of properties now it makes about 5 600 crores profit so i was never fearful if my portfolio goes to zero what happens to me mm. i was never fearful and in any case i i found one thing that nothing goes to zero if you have bought it reasonably well in a stock market it's all quotational loss the concept of quotational loss i heard again from buffett mm. that uh, uh, downs are temporary and ups are permanent type <laughs> you know so uh, so 100 rupees will come down to 70 or 67 or depending Whatever on the yeah. drawdown yeah. and then again it comes back and see the businesses see mm. uh, businesses they start very small and they i mean like egypt bank it starts opens the door with one branch mm. and uh, for uh, uh, at uh, worli mm. and from there it becomes thousands of branches yeah. and from that thousand crores listed today it is a 6 6 and 1/2 lakh crore bank yeah. and still growing at rapid pace Correct. so this uh, this i could understand as an entrepreneur that uh, there is no straight line mm. and yet the small uh, beginning one seed you show mm. of a successful business that grows like a big tree banyan tree types right. you know so i knew that and it takes time 
So uh, if it is down and the company is all right, I am not fearful uh, by the quotational loss. Right. I don't feel good right. if I bought it thousand something is at eight hundred. Yeah, obviously, it, it saddens me, but yeah. but I am not scared. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So just 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 be brave, I guess. Second thing is the opposite side. Yeah. Irrational valuations. There are so many yeah. stocks today, yeah. you know, particularly in the BFSI space, yeah. trading at some six book, six times book, nine yeah. times book. Yeah. So how does one evaluate out here? Does one yeah. get greedy? Does one sell? Does one refuse to do anything? How does one ev- yeah. evaluate the other side of the equation? Yeah. So handling overvaluation in the market is a big problem because they are very popular. They are very successful companies mm. and uh, they are little blue chips. Yeah. You know, so uh, how much of it you should have? How do you avoid them? So few things work. Uh, uh, one is that uh, I would not buy very overvalued company. Very expensive company, I would not mm. initiate buying. Mm. Uh, but if I have bought one at very low price mm. and it has become very expensive, I may be much more, you know, kind of considerate in terms mm. of particularly the growth potential is ahead. Mm. So if I see 25% growth for the next five years mm. uh, and today it is trading at say 75p, mm. I may still hold on to some mm. and uh, say that, okay, I'll earn 15%, not 25%, but I'll hold on to it. Because there is a something called don't come in front of a speeding truck. <laughs> when the companies are doing very well, you mm. don't know. See, even entrepreneur doesn't know mm. what the hell is going to be the future. Mm. But what happens is, uh, when your company is doing well, like I told you about uh, my asset management company, Correct. from 1500 crores to 38,000 crores. Yeah. I mean, what kind of compounding you are talking about? And did I know? Yeah. Could anybody tell me that uh, you are going to be so big in this? Mm. So nobody knows about the amount of success you get because this India is very large opportunity mm. and now it has become very global mm. so the opportunities for any entrepreneur could come from from nowhere you you know so uh, from anywhere uh, you can imagine so uh, if company is doing well and is very successful mm. I mean unless it is completely uh, insane in terms of price don't bother too much about it okay great that's my thought process sure, sure, I would sure. not get into a very expensive from day one sure okay so you spoke about entrepreneurship. Some, mm. For someone who's an entrepreneur himself mm. and someone who meets entrepreneurs possibly every day, once in a, you know, it's a habit because once you research these companies, mm. balance sheet is fine. Of course, you need to know the balance sheet cover to cover, mm-hmm. but you also meet the promoter. Mm. How do you assess promoter quality, which I believe today has become critically no important. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so, and you've seen this over multiple cycles. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, you, you, you could have said that promoter quality didn't matter because there's such no, a nice no. tailwind going along. Today, no, it always mattered. Yeah. The crooks uh, have never taken to the heaven. <laughs> They've always taken to the hell. Okay. So you have to avoid the crooks and there are too many of them. Right. And not only in India, world over. So, I mean, how do we... Uh, so identify. Yeah. Identify. So, uh, see, sometimes what happens is that you go you know, go to the known companies like say HDFC Group or uh, Tata Group mm-hmm. or Builder Group. So, you know for sure that there's a clean management. I mean, the management... Integrity is not in doubt. Yeah. See, right. in management, there are basically three things to be seen. Integrity, competence and passion. Okay. Okay. So, in put, India… You put integrity at the first… First, but Buffett says competence, uh, competence, uh, energy and integrity. Right. I say integrity, uh, competence and then the, uh, then the passion. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, basically meeting, after doing all the research, when I love everything, everything is done, cash flow analysis is done, balance sheet is done, notes is done, everything, uh, whatever research is to be read, everything is read. Then we go and take appointment with the last at the end. Uh-huh. Then I go and meet the management, not so, start from there. So there is a tip for all the listeners that whenever you are 
analyzing a company make yeah. sure that you you have at least 10 year annual reports yeah now at now doesn't electronics you can get 15 years 20 years you can read them analyze yeah. them have a base ready yeah. and then and only then do you yeah okay as much you can find uh, uh, i mean not exactly negatives but sure. even the positives yeah. why something is like this so you say if you do deep work management's appreciate because management's know what you are asking is not a usual question hmm. whether it is a run of the mill question sure. or you are asking something which uniquely you have found because you have gone through the details yeah. so that at least i as a company listed company i can tell you whether you know about my company or not sure. so uh, when you bring sincerity even management's are very sincere so then you are able to complete and you don't i don't expect a lot of negatives hmm. to be told by management about his company to me Correct. so negatives have to be confronted with the management by me So that is a matter of research. So, uh, so this management is a very important to judge mm. the integrity part of it. Mm. And integrity is again, you know, uh, in the conversation, nobody is going to say I am a chore or I have compromised value system or I do all kinds of fudging and all. No, mm. no management is going to say. Mm. So the issue is that how do you figure it out? So that's where the what the environment is saying about him. Mm. What is the grape wine? What the competitor is saying? What the colleagues are saying? What the ex employees are saying? Mm. What the bankers are saying? Uh, so. those things they make up i mean uh, as much as you can do scuttlebutt go around and figure out uh, how they treat the employees one of the sure. thing is you go to the factory or you go to the office mm-hmm. you see the how the small employees are being treated see cfo and ceos are being treated in a air conditioning cabin that is fine mm-hmm. but how do they treat the small guys because we are worse than small guys yeah. once you buy the stocks then you are at his mercy yeah. if he is treating his employees that badly he is going to treat me very badly yeah. so i don't want to be stuck with those kind of guys so uh, so you you do i mean yeah. you're you're learning i'm i would i'm i would say that i'm not very good at this yeah. but uh, many times because of passion of the promoter or uh, terrific business model yeah. i kind of uh, been pardoning yeah. the integrity part of it sure. and i met because of that one or two hugely Uh, very bad accident because as now I'm managing more money, mm. the size of the accident and the losses are bigger. Mm. So I have to be extremely careful. Sure. And uh, that the crooks, I mean, the moment you see the crook, mm. don't even have a cup of tea. Run, <laughs> you know, don't uh, because uh, the bad companies are the quality. The bad quality is going to hurt your portfolio big time. Yeah, I actually remember one anecdote when I had visited a hero on the plant at that point of time, yeah. and Mr. Bridgeman Munjal was there. Yeah, yeah. I was actually on the shop floor. And Ooh. you could see the loyalty that the workers have towards him. I think the, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yes, you know, where, yes, where, yes. Where, 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 where the most, you know, the most basic worker at the shop floor is also treated with a lot of dignity. Yes, at the shop you floor. To, you go to Tesco. Yeah. You go and uh, see Tesco. I mean, they treat uh, uh, their factories as their mother. In fact, one of the supervisor was asking him, "You go back at six o'clock or five o'clock. How how does this work for rest of the night?" Mm. Says, "Sir." हम खाना खा के पान खाने लिए आते हैं ना तो दो मिनट देख के चले आते हैं do in that intense one month two months work mm. uh, and then lot of research happen after you invest sure see till investing you done 80 90% mm. and uh, it is good enough for you to write the check mm. after you bought uh, a percentage or 2% of the company uh, then then the music starts 
then the quarterly results come then right. the appoint, uh, disappointments or announcements those start coming in and, and you become intensely i mean then things are either better than what you thought sure. or significantly worse than what you thought okay. and uh, i hope uh, i mean actually my experience is very good uh, with my own research in bulk of the time i found things to be as good or better than what i thought uh, mm. before but one or two accidents of course and they happen yeah there is yeah. not much that you can talking about the accidents since you mentioned them mm. any any big mistakes that you like to share with us you know, just anecdotes tips stocks or anything that you like to share with the listeners on the mistake sides on the accident side something that maybe you had a lot of conviction and went in with all you think and then something went wrong anything to share on that yeah side? so uh, you know, financial technologies i mean just few years back uh, i uh, i was fascinated by uh, this exchange creating company you know mm-hmm. like they were uh, they were creating i mean the business was to create exchange Uh, in singapore in dubai in africa in india so i said exchanges i mean if you if you make one exchange your statue is put for the whole life yeah, yeah i know just one you know it, it's a exchange monopoly business uh, forever yeah. so i said this is a crazy kind of a company let me buy that mm. so uh, i with lot of effort i got appointment uh, with the management and they were very nice and very fair for four five hours we sat and i bought and uh, we know what happened we next we know what happened after yeah, that yeah. so i bought it 1100 rupees in 6 yeah. months or 8 months time i sold it 155 wow so about a 1.2 million shares i had wow so you know the amount there's a like it's the yeah, yeah all of this in, so yeah. uh, i had very bad experience and i was cautioned by some people in the in my profession or my colleagues mm. that uh, be careful uh, with this guy right and uh, even before i had bought mm. i got the kind of uh, some uh knock on my back saying that boss thoda khyal rakhna this is not your type this is not your type he so said there were people in the market who actually knew that you were yeah 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 so this was a much risky investment yeah, yeah yeah so but i said boss this is crazy the way he is going to make money yeah. he is going to run 10 15 exchanges all over the world singapore exchange yeah. dubai exchange indian yeah. exchange yeah. Uh, little i knew uh, what can know, go wrong yeah what can go wrong so <laughs> so you know you can be that much wrong you yeah. can be completely blinded yeah. uh so and we are passionate guys you know i mean we go into the company yeah. try to figure and i would i read a lot of books about the business models sure. so when i find an exponential business model where you start little and it just explodes yeah. i mean uh, yeah. so, you know so but i now i'm realizing uh, that uh, you should you, sh- you shouldn't uh, go after the uh, you know wherever you have doubts on the integrity of the management it's all about integrity value system you know if right. the value system of the management of the company is bad mm. stay away right don't touch with the and let them do what they are doing i mean yeah. you're happy to let the stock yeah. go by 10 times that's yeah. fine as long as it is i mean because of all those accidents i have avoided so many of them yeah. right now the things which are going to raise to zero so yeah. many big companies yeah. i have avoided all of them you can imagine yeah. uh, you know uh getting sucked into one yeah, of them totally. so we have avoided all of that and mm. that is my biggest achievement i would say but yet i'm mm. not perfect okay. in the sense that i still right now i'm going through one uh, another problem yeah. so uh, you know uh, these things happen and sure. this will happen okay. and you are completely blinded despite your qglp process despite the woe i am taking that i'll yeah. i'll stay away from this crooks and all things can still go things wrong. things do walk in creep okay. in somehow last three questions sir um first obviously the advice to a youngster mm. someone who wants to you know i'm assuming that after listening to you mm. people want to actually make a <laughs> career in the stock markets for themselves or just in general you know because yeah, yeah. in india is still now very young mm. so the first question 
would be an advice to a youngster mm-hmm. is i would then get on to your books or the favorite materials that you read and third is a vision of india so let's yeah, start with the first question yeah. advice to a youngster yeah so one thing is that uh, i learned it late but uh, uh, value is what you get price is what you pay this of course is from buffet himself yeah buffet himself but there's a difference between price and value everybody and the least important information in the world is the price and people spend like literally i mean uh, the whole day is yeah. gone in this looking at the price, price. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. have put their screener and yeah. six bloomberg screen they, they're just looking at the price there's a constant ticker which has on on zero value wow okay but the value understanding the estimated value hmm. is everything hmm. so so long as there is a concept of value and price and stock is all about the value and nobody wants to apply his mind to understanding value hmm. which because of my ca background and whatever uh, somehow i got hooked on to understanding underlying value of the businesses i think the guys who are passionate about understanding value hmm. and which is reflected finally in the price hmm. those guys have brilliant future and this world is going to become far more prosperous than what it is today yeah. today it is 80 trillion dollar gdp and next 10 years it will become 160 trillion dollar gdp so you can imagine wow. the sizes of the businesses <laughs> and the size of the successes okay so the it is a brilliant opportunity for the people who are passionate who are fanatics about the stock market who wants to dedicate their life to understanding underlying value for them it's a absolutely a smooth walk you know nothing can come on the way but the guys who don't like the stock market who cannot take an ups and downs who don't want to dedicate to reading and understanding underlying value i think it's a punishment howsoever brilliant they are mm. in their academics yeah. i wanted to just for you maybe just one minute mm. tell us about hard work i think somewhere you know maybe, maybe i'm old <laughs> i just don't see ki aajkal log mehnat karte hain but the kind of hard work that is that 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 you've put through in your career in yeah, yeah. in building this company yeah. what is the value of hard work i don't think there is alternative to hard work but see but if you feel passionate about something you're doing it's not hard work i mean coming at leaving home at 9 o'clock and be here till say 8 or 8:30 mm. i don't i i've never taken any work home never in my life mm. so uh, i mean being here for uh, 10 11 hours i don't think that's hard work you love i mean you meet people like you uh, some companies will be visiting me then i'll be going somewhere else. so it's a lot of fun there's no difference between work and life then the, as yeah, the, there is, there are a lot of books there are a lot of uh, uh, say financial techno financial times is waiting to be read so there is a lot happening you know so uh, i think if you can make your passion as your profession mm. that's the ultimate alignment right. ultimate alignment and that's why mr buffett even at the age of 87 he's yeah. having fun yeah. <laughs> he's managing half a trillion dollar and has no stress and having sipping coke and having coke his burgers and, uh, and everything yeah, yeah. what what is it like to meet him for the very first time what you know so what was that experience like no he's like a kid you see he's giggling and you know like is is a very normal ordinary guy right. i mean destined in fact his biggest mistake was uh, buying berkshire hathaway itself <laughs> which took it took it yeah. so like but if you read snowball his biography mm-hmm. then you realize how passionate he was and how enlightened he was i mean because of his maybe little bit of background mm-hmm. his dad was a senator and kind of so uh, he got early fascination for stock market okay it is written his biography he has said also that by the time it was 11 years of age he had read all the books possible on a stock market in uh, that state university oh, omaha wow. library i can't believe at the age of 11 i didn't know what is my name <laughs> <laughs> talk 
talking about books yeah uh, maybe some favorites or anything you know yeah i mean books books is the only thing which differentiates you you know between uh, uh, there are 10000 chartered accounts every year passing or 1 one, 1 million mbas passing uh-huh. and even from good school at least 10000 are passing uh-huh. i think the real difference is what you do after that sure. and that is only through the books uh, books and observation and practically doing hard work or in the position sure so Any... among the books which uh-huh. has made life very different for me hmm. is of course uh, uh, buffett letters uh so you can get now compilation yeah. uh that's one terrific read then uh, some biographies of uh, i mean snowball came much later but yeah, yeah. You, now you have benefit of starting with that itself yeah. so that's wonderfully well written book uh then you realize how much it takes for him to get to his first 1000 dollars <laughs> you know i mean i used to think that i have come hard way but when i read that i realized yeah, yeah. gurudev has done even uh, harder work so uh, so the first investor. million ha, okay sorry yeah, yeah so that is uh, one then of course intelligent investor is a wonderful book uh, i learned a lot by michael porter i would say second guru of mine would be michael porter wow. his competitive strategy understanding see it's like it is so simple like making money is very easy if there is no competition a guy who is a vada pav guy sitting in a street he can make very comfortable money mm. but a guy who is flying airplanes mm. might be he is losing money wow despite he is doing such a complex thing so uh, what is important is where is the competition so understanding how the competition works and how uh, in that uh, you know large game how competition shapes up is extremely you have to have good understanding of competition so michael porter has given the five forces framework in yeah. 70s that 70s yeah. and then lot of other books are written so competitive strategy by michael porter is a must read and uh, so though i was not taught in my school about yeah. this book but yeah. maybe you are an mba you, you know you are also a I'm also yeah. so you also miss him uh, also yeah cur- curriculum so but that's uh, one book which uh, helped a lot then as we went along then uh, there was a, there is a guy uh, professor of columbia called michael mobesen he he writes wonderfully expectations right? yeah, expectations investing, investing. Yeah, so you know sanjay called me up ramdeep just see what this joker is saying about this yeah. expectation investing you must understand the expectations built in the price yeah. so what is the difference between this and uh, you know so uh, that uh, he, i think in that book he is talked about cost cost volume price mix right. how do you look at the how do you build your model yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Uh, that expectation, uh, expectation investing yeah. how do you build your expectation right. what expectations is built into the current price right. understanding that is everything yeah. you know i mean understanding the underlying value and understanding the current price then there is another book called burr william book uh, mm-hmm. what is that called 1938 classic uh, theory of investment value okay. by burr william it's a sure. thick book it's a mind blowing book it is not very popular right. but uh, this is the only book where it is explained how price is determined wow okay on value eps pe these book are, value everything how price, price is, is determined, determined. Okay. most of the guys i'll tell you 99% of the people 99.99% people don't know how price is determined of everything <laughs> right okay and particularly stock market everything is about the price price correct yeah. and yet you don't know how the hell it is yeah. being determined <laughs> you know when you open in the morning hmm. people say when the demand is more than the price goes up supply is more than yeah. there is but in the morning when even not stock has traded how something goes up by 20% right yeah and how even without a trade something hmm. opens 20% lower lower how yeah. does it happen where is the demand and supply it is markets are moved by only opinions yeah. today's opinion is today's price tomorrow's opinion is tomorrow's price i would strongly recommend go through that book sure so last question yeah the investment opportunity in india how do you see that panning out in the next 10 20 years 
वन रिकरिंग थीम ऑफ द इक्विटी से ये पॉडकास्ट श्रेय हैज स्पोकन अबाउट लॉर्ड अबाउट द क्लैरिटी इन विच दैट मोतीलाल लुक्स एट ऑफ एट अ सेक्टर फॉर इवेल्युएशन द साइज ऑफ द सेक्टर द इवेल्युएशन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ द सेक्टर द एवोल्यूशन ऑफ द सेक्टर एंड हाउ टू चूज अ कंपनी कैन आई जस्ट एक्सटेंड दैट टू इंडिया Mm. you know how do you size up this entire opportunity because all of us are here hopefully yeah. you know the stock markets will make money for all of us yeah. and hopefully our listeners will also uh, profit uh, from mm. listening to this how do you you know size up this opportunity that this country has to offer yeah so in 2008 uh, uh, one of the wealth creation studies we wrote was uh, india the next trillion dollar opportunity that was 2008 mm. the rupee fell from 45 to 40 and our gdp was about 45 lakh so clearly we crossed the trillion dollar mark yeah. that was a trillion dollar mark so we said now uh, it took 60 years for the country to become a trillion dollar economy sure it's 47 to 2007 yeah. okay the next trillion dollar came by 14 oh. in 7 8 years the third trillion is the current year we are almost there we are there almost 2.8 yeah. 2.9 yeah. and fifth as mr modi wants is by 2024 25 so third fourth will come in 3 years fifth will come in 2 and 1/2 years right Seventh or eighth will come in one year. What took sixty years will take in one year, and it is staring at us. Correct. So this is the opportunity of India, and it is not happening because of a politician here or there. Mm. It is happening because there is a point of time. I think Manmohan Singh or somebody says that time has come for India. This is our time. Right. So uh, this is what we are going to live in next twenty-five, thirty years, and uh, we will go to five. Not only five trillion, we will go to ten trillion also in our own way. and uh, see the way to uh, this is happening this you have to i mean i have lived 40 years i have come from 100 million 100 billion dollar to 3 trillion dollars now yeah. there is no reason for me to believe that we will not go from 3 to 5 to 10 or whatever so mm-hmm. i am of the firm belief and optimist that 2000 dollars world average is 10000 dollars yeah. we are not such duffers we can send uh, chandrayaan to moon and yeah. uh, what not yeah. we run uh, so many i mean we run um, uh, google we run microsoft <laughs> i mean yeah. so we we should have at least uh, average uh, per capita gdp which is 10000 dollars per per year across the world we're not yeah. talking about 60000 dollars of america so i am optimist and this is going to happen now the issue is that which are the winner categories correct and category winners so are you going to fly a lot more and which company within that is mm-hmm. going to do well so mm-hmm. like that you have to just keep understanding one by one and make a portfolio yeah. diversification within the portfolio gives you a fantastic uh, it allows you luxury of going wrong yeah. and yet when and and you know like like the title of our entire series equity say you still believe that equity is still the single best asset class for anyone who wants only to... asset class okay. no effort sit in the chair and <laughs> make money you don't believe in anything else this is it equity is in a rented house <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that is a wrap on this episode of Equity Sayev. My guest was the absolutely brilliant Amdev Agrawal, the co-founder of Motilal Oswal Group. I hope you had a lot of fun, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Thanks. for having this fantastic uh, episode hope, for our listeners. Uh, listeners uh, enjoy listening my story. I am sure they did. I am sure there are a lot of lessons, and I am sure. I hope that we can have you back soon as we continue <laughs> to see. Thank sure. you, sir. Thank you. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman, and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian, but it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast dot com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cyrus Says is brought to you by Storytel. 
keep in mind that if you go through storytell.com slash IVM, you get a 30-day free trial as against a 14-day free trial on the link. All right? It's very simple. All you got to do is log on to storytell.com slash IVM. Millions and millions and millions of stories, many written by me. How many times have you motivated yourself to improve your sleep or lose weight or be more productive? How many times have you failed? Hi, my name is Ashtin Doctor. Tune into my show, The Habit Coach Podcast, where we focus on creating small, tiny habits to improve your life instead of those big, impossible tasks. So make listening to me a habit every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com or on your favorite podcasting app.